Are we are we rolling? Yes. No. Yes, oh, we are okay. rolling. When when I, I say I'm talk. I am gonna start recording. Oh. I'm just making sure. Matthew. So much. We need, we need like one of those little I need to buy one of the little clapper things for like uh and no. I can write like the episode name and like number on it and be like Action. that or Joe needs to do that recording in three, two, and then he points instead of saying one. How much does a movie clap? How much does a clapper board cost? I better like a good like that must be like expensive. Oh, it's like right? twenty bucks. I'm a, yeah. Oh, I'm buy really? These right now. Yeah. Oh, props. I don't want one just because it's cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, it even oh, it's actually useful too because you can like use it to color balance too. Oh. Oh, that's probably what that's for, huh? I'm buying. It's literally helps, one, right? It also helps sync the audio. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. know that's like the main aspect, but I never realized that the different colored stripes has a full grayscale and everything. So you can color balance. Huh. Oh. I just, I literally just bought one. Um, that makes it so. <laughs> that makes it yeah, sense, actually. That's pretty cool. So, uh, are either of you guys uh, board gaming fans at all? What, what game? What was that? Sorry. Board games. Do you guys like board um, games at all? I like board games. I wouldn't say I'm like in the, I'm not in the hobby. In but... the fandom. Oh, okay. So my roommate and I have been getting more and more into it. There's a game that I kickstarted like two years ago called Moonrakers. The box is huge. Okay. Mm. Uh, it's already pretty large. Fun game. Not as fun as I was uh, hoping, unfortunately. But the developers apparently noticed because or agreed because they just came out with three expansions all at the same time also for Kickstarter stuff. And they're like, hey, it's a deck building game. And you want to keep all your cards in the same box. So we're going to give you a bigger box called the Titan box that keeps all your cards in it that you can put the original game in, except it's goddamn huge. Look at how big this is. It literally doesn't fit on any shelf in my house anywhere. Oh, my God. It's so huge. And for reference, this is Scythe, which is a pretty goddamn big board game. And it's bigger. Scythe barely fits on our board game shelf, and now the Moonrakers one literally doesn't fit anywhere. So I don't know where to put this board game at. So, whoa! And, and also holding both oh of those up god. with one hand was very heavy. <laughs> it's workout in. Yeah. Wow! Oh my god! That's I guess kind of impressive. It's like an That's under the awesome, couch man. game. Oh you just, yeah. you yeah. slide it under the couch, maybe. That was ah, awesome. good quality. Excuse me. There's so much stuff in this box. This is now people, a board gaming unboxing. People listening show. right now yeah. have yeah. no idea what's going on. Yeah. All people, these different people boards. listening. Matt didn't just rip ass. That was the box. These are all different boards. Okay. <laughs> all the different game pieces. Right. And then th- they planned ahead because they have room for more expansions, but there's all the cards too. It's insane. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going to put this. So. Right. And it's not that fun. Not they, as fun as you thought it would well, be. Well, so here's the thing. So my initial reaction to it was uh, to go board game geek for a second. I thought it was supposed to be like Munchkin in space, which is a game about screwing each other over. Mm-hmm. Um, and the problem with this game is it doesn't really incentivize working together or giving you chances to screw over the other players Mm -hmm. and the expansions do so in theory uh, it should make it more fun fun. yeah yeah which not it's not a bad game no it's just kind of like oh that wasn't a great great use (laughs) of words my part that's right i know it's all right yeah so i gotta figure out where i'm gonna put this 
goddamn box. So, <laughs> but I got... anyway, that was my cold open. <laughs> Man, that's it's a bit. That box is like a... box is obscene. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like when it came, I I had an idea of like how big it was gonna be, and then when I opened the the package, and I was like, oh my god, okay. I wonder how much that it... costs to ship. <laughs> I don't know if I still have the receipt. I could I could check, but I don't know where it is. So we're the. Yeah, we'll see if we can get that in post. Maybe probably not, but hey, you never know. You never know what we might do here on the Fake Research yeah. Podcast. Speaking of which, this is the Fake Research Podcast. Back with you is for it? another another wild and wacky episode this week. Um, wild and wacky. That's how we like it here. Already can tell you folks that uh, we are clueless about what happened this weekend. Um, I'm. I was just about to ask. I just realized I don't have a show sheet link. I'm looking right now. It's in Yay. the folder. In yeah. the fake racers folder on Google Do- Drive. 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 Not docs anymore. It's a sheet now. <coughs> it's a sheet. So I can put time codes on it that I don't use hey, at all for anything. Some might even say that it's a piece of sheet. So Some might say that. Some. some... No, I took a sheet right before the podcast. You did. You did. Mm-hmm. Um. Some some would say that this weekend of racing was weird. There was some weird. I think I personally, real quick, let's just start it off. I think it's weird any time that the trucks have a standalone event that's at a mile and a half. Which I know that doesn't happen. Like that's a very specific thing. I think that's weird. I don't think that should happen. No, not anymore. At least trucks already. Like I feel like need to tone down the amount of mile and a half which has been an argument for decades so we don't have to go into it but they definitely don't need to be going to a mile and a half when every other series is not at the same racetrack because it just makes no sense <laughs> the other series are at a short track mm-hmm. yeah. it makes no sense like logistically it makes no sense like the truck series there's you know so many cup teams um or so many cup crew members work the truck series event spotters like it's like a logistical nightmare mm-hmm Anyway, the Cup Series. The Cup Series. Yeah, speaking of which, was that Richmond it had its fair share of things. It was a it was a good little race. Kyle Larson yeah. won. Hmm. It was Martin Truex probably should have, could have, would have won, but they decided to take tires hmm. an extra time early in the race and didn't have a set at the end. Yep. Right. When they needed and them, it was, it's like uh, like this race was good for uh, like. Sh- showing improvement for the next gen at short tracks right i still think this race was there's like a i mean i guess we're never going to get rid of that aero dependency but um it was a step in the right direction compared to other short tracks mm-hmm. or even last year's richmond races <laughs> definitely a step in the right direction compared to phoenix but i think that that's just a, a different issue altogether with phoenix yeah. but yeah, yeah um, agreed. josh berry finished second uh Great call by the crew there, probably by Alan Gustafson back home at the Hendrick War Room. We'll get into that later. Um, <laughs> but they stay out. Caution comes out. Michael McDowell also does something similar um, and gains a bunch of track position. Barry able to capitalize on it very well. And uh, some would say Barry well. And uh, <laughs> we need to show that you. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Try it. Joe, I'm going to need the elements. The, I'm going to need the OBS stuff they use to record. And, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but Josh Berry's second place run, I think this is kind of like what we 
everyone wanted out of his stint. If you can't get a win, at least get some good finishes. Show folks that, you know, you can do it. Obviously, he can. They were at a loss for track position most of the race. So, um, track position was super important. I mean, it's Richmond, so yeah, but track position was super important on Sunday. You could tell. Mm-hmm. You could tell a lot of cars that got ended up in the back. That's where they raced most of the day. Well, and with qualifying getting rained out, and Barry obviously wasn't in the car last week at Coda, so part of that algorithm is where the driver finishes. Yep. And, yeah. uh, haha, guess what? He didn't finish because he didn't race. Yeah. Yeah, there was so. a cool post-race moment where Jeff Gordon told him that he's like, hey, you've got a future in Cup or whatever, so. Yeah, I don't like, care. Oh, that's cool. I mean, that's cool, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think it's cool. I think Jeff. Yeah. I don't like Jeff Gordon. I don't like Jack. I don't, mind, I don't mind Jeff Gordon. You're weird for that. I don't mind Jeff Gordon. <laughs> I'm not weird for that. <laughs> yeah, you are. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. We'll talk. Be about like it. <laughs> you should be like peak Chad Canals fan, Mister Engineer. Friggin' like knows all the things about engineer stuff. Talking about dang old man, get up on there, get up in. I the like engineering. I don't like goal. liars, Davey. I don't like liars. This is a sport of politics. Like, there's going to be people who lie. I was literally just about to make a joke. We're like, no, he's not an engineer. He's a cheater. Brad, so. Brad Kozlowski's only ever told the truth, guys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> My bad. Uh. <laughs> oh, man. Um, Christopher Bell just absolutely dumped the crap out of William Byron. That was funny. <laughs> Yeah. And then, and like, then blamed was a, it on was Ross a Chastain. Post race about it, and I think he ended up apologizing for that. No, I, okay. Like, I want to give. He I apologized give to Byron. Oh, he didn't apologize to <laughs> Did Ross. He? I thought no. I could have swore he said later on that he was like, "Oh, I made a mistake, and Ross didn't get into me." Now I got to check this. Hang on. I don't. It was a tweet he sent out. He pretty much said, mm. "Yeah, I looked at the tape. Sorry to William Byron." I did see that though. I thought it was funny. I mean, Chris Rebell's very clearly wrong. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He, okay. So it's after watching the replay, I saw there was much more room than what I thought in the heat of the moment. Sorry, William Byron. So he's not going to say, even, sorry, I threw you under the bus, Ross. He's not going to say that, but he is going to say it was he, my fault. He like acknowledged <laughs> that he threw him under the bus. Too. He was like, yeah, there's more room. Sorry, the other guy, though. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, what? Chris Rebell's kind of weird. So that doesn't really surprise me. Also, it's like, there, in this, we we had this discussion last year. We were ahead of the we were ahead of the curve on this one, but um, Ross Chastain becoming the scapegoat is, yeah. I mean, it's quite literally yeah. talking about it last week. We, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's it's funny. Don't get me wrong, but I think again, it's just so weird and misplaced. Ross Chastain mm-hmm. does enough to blame him for. We don't have to like, attribute things dude, that he doesn't do. Dude was like, being aggressive, but he didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, like, it was literally like the one time we were like, oh, okay. Which, again, this is funny because this is going to be a topic that we're going to talk about later as well when we get to the truck race. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it, it was just funny. We got a lot of really good memes out of it, too. So All I really right. wanted to I made Photoshop really good... him nerfing uh alan prost in the 90 japanese grand prix in the first quarter <laughs> i made a I, I feel like i made uh, only two people reacted to it because i'm like i don't know I, I kill conversations but anyway i thought i made a pretty good one the other day or yesterday with ross chastain i saw it but i can't remember i'm not sure if I, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. where he's he's like standing on top of his car with the watermelon over his head about to throw it down on that dude 
Oh my god, I forgot about that. They did that. what? Don't worry, don't worry about it. I'll show you after the show. You don't have to put this anywhere. <laughs> oh my god. Well, this, I guess this show isn't going to be proved to, for uh, use in China, it sounds like. so. Um... <laughs> well, it's a fake event, right? Oh, oh true. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah we're that back on happen. the board now. Give <laughs> me oh all that sponsorship money. Um... Does Husky chocolate sell in China? <laughs> they might, honestly. Uh, Tire wear and low down force, they're good. It's crazy. Yeah. Weird. Uh, it's like, <laughs> I mean, you know, I know this is really unprecedented. No one's been saying that ever. Like, like that tire wear and low down force makes for a good race. I know it's like kind of out of the blue that this kind of became a thing that everyone realized, but I'm glad that it's finally starting to see some some light in popular circles and, and mm-hmm. a little bit of popularity now that it's, you know, putting on good races. Again, no one could have seen that one coming. So Yeah, I think we need to get more people talking about this. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> NASCAR Xfinity Series, Chandler Smith gets his first career win at Richmond. Good race as well. Great mm-hmm. race. Um, I was watching it from the from the stands in the big house, though, so I don't have mm. much other than that to say. Mm. Good win for Chandler Smith. Uh, really good on the long run, which was, you know, always. Kind of the reverse good. of what happened at Vegas. Yeah, I yeah. I was going to say, I was like, I think he was, I think, I also think he was getting ran down at the end of this race a little bit too, but he was good enough. It's a little bit easier to kind of, I think, block runs on a short track than a mile and a half too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Want to just turn our attention to colleague as a whole? Does is put start putting pressure on Daniel Hemrick to do something? <coughs> I I, I can't speak. I was gonna say I think that pressure's been on for a while, so that doesn't look like it. But at the same time, too, like Chandler Smith is the only colleague guy doing anything. Like their cup program is in the dumpster right now, too. Like Almendinger was terrible on Sunday. Obviously, yeah. there's the penalty to to um Justin Haley. Now that's appeals Wednesday. That's gonna be fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just, I've heard a lot of talk about how they're kind of overextending themselves too, which is mm. frustrating, I think. They're trying mm. to run a third cup team part-time and they can't even get the two running great, which is, like you said, frustrating, so. Yeah. But I sense, like, a lot of optimism from people in the college camp as well with that. Like, like it, it doesn't seem like anyone at colleague is particularly like not worried. that they're bothered that they're not going they're fast not but they're like they they're they're not worried yeah exactly yeah yeah i don't think this is like oh man they're going to kill the team by doing this they got plenty of funding they got lots of talent it's just like i think they're finding yeah. out that you know expanding to 5 and sometimes 6 cars per weekend is not very easy yeah so. plus and- oh, i was going to say the indie win a couple of years ago maybe made expectations a little higher yeah, that subconsciously too. even. Um, yeah, yeah, and, and let's not act like that can't happen again. I mean, AJ Allmendinger can. Oh, he's a threat. You know, they, bring, they they bring a good piece oh. to any road course. AJ Allmendinger is going to be a threat to win. He already said that he's going to be a huge threat this weekend at Bristol Dirt in his press conference. So, you know, I missed something cool. with that. I don't know what that <laughs> was a joke. Oh yeah. When they asked him why he went back to Cup, he was like, "Yeah, for the Bristol Dirt race." <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Also, a quick tangent because I was just I was googling AJ to bring up uh, his results from this year. Uh, I totally forgot. Like three weeks ago, I found an old Supercross race that he did commentary for for some reason. 
and I don't know why. And I was like, I was like, is this AJ in the booth? And then was somebody it, said AJ. Was I was it, like, what the hell? Was it in Atlanta? Uh, it might have been. I can't remember. That, that might. I know that they were in Atlanta at the same time for a few years. It there, a, it was a few ones. years ago. Yeah. yeah. Um. Oh my god, I wish I could remember what race it was, but it was really funny. Yeah. All right. Shout out, colleague racing. Congrats on the trophy. Two trophies in a row in the Xfinity series. Soon yeah, they'll we, get rid of the dead weight and put someone in that eleven car. That's we completely glossed over the fact that uh, oh, AJ forgot. did win last week in the Xfinity I totally series. Forgot about that. Yeah. And Kyle Busch has been good in the colleague car every week. I mean, it's Kyle Busch, but like still. Really, there's only one person that's the problem, and I like that driver, so that's unfortunate. I think 24th. <laughs> did something happen? Speaking of a weird driver. <laughs> Davey, you go ahead and take the lead here because I know he's your favorite. Um, <laughs> no, I'm not gonna be too mean because uh, Carson Nussavar got his first truck win, um, at Texas standalone event we were talking about earlier. I give I give him a lot of grief, and I was giving him some grief earlier before we started recording. Uh, for wrecking the leaders, I don't think he wrecked the leaders. I think it was a crappy situation, and you know he's got his first win right in front of him. Are you really gonna lift? No, like I understand. He didn't wreck uh, the leaders. He drove through the leaders. Drove through the leaders. Hey, you know, again, again, just I'm not going to pick on him too much because, like, Nick Sanchez was a little sideways coming off. Uh, he looked like he got a little, maybe a little air off the spoiler through the dog leg. Um, there's, I mean, I mean, you get in the trucks at in the trucks at Texas, you get such a huge run. I mean, we see it all the time. The trucks get such a huge run through the dog leg like when you're behind someone the suck up that you get is unreal so i like the speed differential everything all combined like i i get it i get why that happened it's hard to ask a driver who is like now one for like 60 in truck races as far as getting a win to like hey calm down a little bit you could have lifted it and probably still won the race like i i'm not you know i'll take every opportunity to poop on carson hosevar but i don't think he did anything horribly wrong this week at Texas. It was just a crappy situation. And it really sucks for Nick Sanchez, who dominated that race. Yeah. I think more than historically more than anyone ever has. That was that was pretty disappointing. There was a, a stat I saw. It's the second highest laps led percentage without winning. Uh the highest was Jimmy Hensley in ninety nine, I think it was. Where he led, I think it was I guess one ninety nine of two oh one is what it was. <laughs> he dominated the entire race and then lost on basically a green white checkered. That's awesome. So, yeah. Um, yeah, no, that sucked for Sanchez. Uh, I saw some people like trying to figure out how he basically almost lost it in the straightaway. And it's, you know, you hear everybody talk about how like the dog legs at Texas and Charlotte are so difficult because they're way sharper than you expect. And it's also completely flat. And it's like right when he goes up to side draft Zane Smith, it's right as they go through that. And then he's just wrecking sideways and then gathers it up. But Hosovar's there. I did. It was funny watching everybody in the USRL server, though, like even a person like me, who's still kind of a fan of Carson Osovar to watch that happen. And we're like, are you are you serious? Did he really <laughs> just do that? And then they finally show a replay and we're like, oh, OK, <laughs> it wasn't as bad as we thought. So. Yeah, goes uh. back to the point, though, trucks probably shouldn't be, uh, you know, solo race at a mile and a half. Yeah. Agree. Yeah. Agree. Weird event. It is a little weird. There was they 
the way they did it too they had a competition caution like halfway through the first stage and they made the first stage like long and the other two stages shorter so that way they wouldn't have to have a competition caution right in the middle because they had to pit for fuel and tires so weird so. <laughs> just just go to a short track go to richmond or a, a track that's nearby I don't... south boston crazy <laughs> whatever I don't know. uh also dean thompson bad wreck there uh, checked and released from the uh, hospital, not the infield care center. Um, mm. But uh, from uh, my understanding, he, he is doing okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was scary. Um, also, uh, Trey Hutchins is like the unluckiest person I've ever seen because, like, every single time he gets a truck, it gets absolutely <laughs> obliterated. It's not it funny. Who hit Charlotte. the five? Who hit was, the five uh, while he was oh. just sitting there? Was it Chris Wright? Yeah, I. It might have been. Hang on. I can't remember exactly who it was. But yeah, somebody clobbers him because they they like clipped the grass and were out of control. And then Hutchins gets run over and just pile driven into him as well. So. Yeah, just ugly uh, all around. Um, sorry, I'm, I'm stalling because I'm trying to find the. Reason. No, you're good. Just <laughs> ugly. Just ugly all yeah. the way around. Like Texas is ugly. Yeah. All the way around. God, when did they show Texas? It's okay. It's not a big deal. Um, the NTT Data IndyCar Series was also at Texas. <laughs> why did you? Why did you drop their government name on us? I Joe? don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, Joseph Newgarden, last what ended up being like a final couple lap pass because of a caution coming out there at the end. I got around Pato Award wins his second straight race at Texas with a. End of the race pass for the lead. Yeah. Texas was pretty good. Yeah, I missed the beginning of this. So was Pato that just that much faster than everybody else that he just checked out, or was that like pit strategy? I can't. I was I was dozing. I was not having a good Sunday. Oh, I was right. I was I was dozing. <laughs> I saw all the like screen grabs that it was just like he's lapped everybody but second, and I was like, oh damn! And then he was just <laughs> kind of not there at the end. Haha, uh-huh, McLaren bad. Yep. Funny. Um, yeah, no, New Garden's pretty good at just like coming out of nowhere at the end of these Texas races, though. New Garden's just pretty good. Two years in a row, he's done that. This just New Garden guy might be kind of good. Might have to keep an eye on him. I've heard um, about that. I've heard about yeah. that. Future champion? Uh, maybe. <laughs> Maybe um, I, I put the question on here because uh, Texas, again, we talk about it way too often, way too much. But can IndyCar save Texas? Because um, they had a pretty decent crowd there and supposedly it was way up from last year. And it was a good race, which exactly I can't even really necessarily like I can maybe kind of say that about previous Texas IndyCar races. <coughs> um, it could. I don't, NASCAR certainly isn't going to save it. Mm-mm. I mean, for what it's worth, the truck race it. was half decent, but yeah, the IndyCar race was definitely the better one this week. Yeah, but that's the thing too is like the truck race could be a barn burner, and that's not going to move the needle for anyone. I feel like yeah, yeah it has to be a, a good IndyCar race definitely can. Maybe um, get more ovals on the IndyCar schedule. We're Maybe. scared of those, Joe. Yeah. Oh no, they're so dangerous. Also, uh. I checked. It was Matt Mills who who yeah. clobbered Dean. Thompson. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Also, we didn't even talk about how much of a, a complete mess the end of the truck race was. 
So. We're just going to gloss over it just like <laughs> yeah. FS1. I, it's it. Yeah, I mean, it's par for the course. It's truck series on a big oval. It's going to happen. Yep. Especially if there's a late caution, there's going to be like six or seven more, whatever. Yeah. Know, these things happen. So <laughs> these things happen. What are you going to do? Yeah. Um, <laughs> more ovals. Give, give us more ovals, IndyCar, please. Go to Homestead. I agree, actually. Go to Michigan. Yeah. Oh, go to Homestead. Yeah. Homestead would be pretty sick. Go go to go to Michigan. Go to Chicagoland. There you go. Three new ovals. Perfect. I'm down for that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Drum roll, please. This is, this is what we really wanted to talk about this week. Hendrick Motorsports has their penalty reduced. The Motorsports appellate panel. Boo! Nobody saw that coming. Okay, I can't wait for colleague to not get their penalty to get reduced. boned. Yeah, or or colleague gets their penalty reduced, and the only person out of that week of penalties to get a points fine is Denny Hamlin, who said something on a on a podcast. <laughs> That'd be awesome. That'd be really fun. Wait, none of us like this, right? Like none of us. We no. all, I think we're all in agreement that the points are probably the the harshest part of the penalty, and you got rid of it. And the precedent no was set last year for this type of penalty for modifications to any single source supplier part. Yeah. I'm no one to, likes this. I'm just trying to kind of understand what it is because so like they obviously they modify the louvers <laughs> for the cars and all four cars. And I'm I'm just trying to understand like why this got turned over or what the like cuz I guess Hendrick's argument has been that they didn't race with them. I don't know. That's kind of what I picked. Their up. argument is that they were in contact with NASCAR, told NASCAR that they didn't fit and that they needed to be changed, and NASCAR proved it, but once they got to the track, NASCAR said, no, no, you can't do that. Hmm. And if that is the case, and that is what they argued in the appeals process, why not release that information? Yeah. I guess... Yeah. I also heard that like <clears throat> the main thing with Hendrick is like, oh, we can't if we don't change if you don't modify these, the hood can't close or some like stuff like that. Where like uh, Colleague, it was different. Where they're like, hey, these are different, and they use them anyway, which is like I, th I think was like the story, or that's mm -hmm. what I would have heard is the story. Because that's that's what I'm reading on this is that NASCAR caught it in pre-race inspection. Which I guess which would it doesn't matter. Like I don't know well, why people it, are getting well, because then they didn't race an illegal car. It's not about them racing an illegal car. But then why should they get a points penalty if you're they didn't not get supposed an advantage in the race? You're not supposed to modify a single source supplier part. It's a deterrent, so you sure. don't modify it, so you don't bring it to the track, and so you don't use it. That deterrent is now gone because now what I can do is I can try to cheat if I can somehow get that through tech and then I can get it through tech again. Joe, you literally just described the last 70 years of, of stock car racing history. <laughs> Understandable. <laughs> I'm just saying I don't I, I don't disagree the with the idea that that they should be penalized, but like. If you're going to penalize somebody for points, it should be something that because they gained an advantage in a race doing that. And what, if about, they okay, what, about, what about Denny Hamlin's points penalty? I don't think it should have been points penalty either, but okay. uh, that's fair enough. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. It's just it's weird. <laughs> it, the whole situation's weird, but 
to to me it just it makes sense i i can see why everybody thinks it's hendrick favoritism um because this does happen a lot with them oh william byron yeah i don't know it's just it's just weird it i don't i don't get it so you know yeah and it all like it's kind of like coming back to some of the stuff we've talked about last year with the appeals panel you know the appeals panel was like they broke a rule but yeah whatever (laughs) like But the penalty's too harsh. Yeah, I don't. I see what you're saying, Matt. I I, I see what you're saying, and and on some level, I do agree with it. But I do also agree with the fact that it should be a points penalty. Like it should be. You you should be deterred. You should have like there should be risk involved with what they were doing. You know, NASCAR gives you the box. And you have to play in the box. Yeah. And I feel like if you start to play outside the box, then you should be left vulnerable to whatever ruling NASCAR. I don't know. I'm just I'm, I'm I guess I'm just wondering most if what is the validity of their claim that NASCAR approved the modification beforehand and then right. caught them for it at the track. Right. So. And if that's true, the then they have a really question. strong case. Yeah. Yeah. It's just weird. So. I don't know. I, I'm 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 on a case where I'm like, I guess I I understand their argument, but I also understand why people are frustrated because you know Hendrick does seem to get away with this a lot. Yeah. So. Yeah. But. Yeah. You cheated, but guess what? Yeah. You don't need that harsh of a penalty. Oh, you broke the rule, but yeah. Penalty's too harsh. What the. F- I don't get yeah. it. You broke just, a rule. You either break a rule or you don't. You either break a rule or you don't. There's none of this half, half-assed, halfway in between. Oh, well, you only kind of broke the rule. Oh, sorry, guys. You only kind of broke the rule. Just shut up. It's so dumb. You know, and yeah, Hendrick gets away with it more than anyone else. Probably because they have better lawyers than everyone else. Because Rick Hendrick has <laughs> piles and piles of money and contacts galore. Um, it's, it's just ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And, and Davey, to bring it, when we were talking about Chad Knauss earlier, (laughs) it has nothing to do with being creative or playing in the gray area, which people like to say, there is no gray area here. That's the difference with this car. There is no gray area. You either modified a spec part or you didn't there isn't you're not allowed to do anything it's not like when we're building we're building frames and we put them out of line by a you know one one hundredth of a mil and oh we're gonna get them we're gonna get an extra point zero 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 three counts of drag or downforce you know <laughs> like it's it's not that <clears throat> a lot of it is this mentality that's stuck in the past and this car and the rules for it are completely different. You either modified a part or you didn't. The only way I can see them, and, and the reason why I don't think this is the case, and Chad Canales has said this is the case, that they got approval from NASCAR to do these things. Which, if they got approval, then it shouldn't be a penalty. 
So why why is it still a penalty? Yeah. Um. That's that gets back to that line. I th- and I think that is the the big point in all of this is it sounds like NASCAR can't really take a stand on this because it almost seems like the people at the track didn't get the memo that that Hendrick got approved to make those modifications. Like or that's they the only didn't. Yeah. Or or. It's somebody somebody's not telling the truth, obviously. Yeah. Either NASCAR is not telling the truth about <laughs> uh you know, like what happened, or Hendrick isn't telling the truth about them being approved. So who's got more to lose? I honestly don't know now that I think about it. Because <laughs> <laughs> NASCAR sure doesn't look very good right now. So <laughs> who's got more to lose by this penalty being reduced? Um uh, or who who would have lost Hendrick? Hendrick's the answer. Hendrick's the I'll just the answer because I don't know how to ask the question. A hundred point penalty, a loss of ten playoff points is a big freaking deal. Yeah. Yeah. It is. How many times have we seen drivers get eliminated from the playoffs by one or two points? At least a few. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't care. Moda's there. Reasons there, the, the reason the motives there, the means are I there. It, honestly, I think the the reason, or I, I think like the most logical reason for why the points penalty got removed is they can't prove that Hendrick ever raced with them. So you know, because if it never hit the track, then I guess you can't take away points for that. So I want to have like a strong opinion. I want to have like. <laughs> It's hard to have a strong opinion when you don't have all the answers. I think. Yeah. There you go. Penalty probably should have stood, given 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 the way the rule book's written. Given the history of the rule book, probably should have stood. Yeah. But we will probably never know all the truths. No, because Hendrick's not going to say that, and NASCAR, yeah. in their eyes, has probably already said the truth, right? Mm-hmm. Hendrick's just like, mm. they don't need. They don't need to. They right. Don't need to say the truth. Yeah. Yeah. One of those, this will be a fun NASCAR history factoid uh, in like 20 years. I was going to say, can't wait for the Dale Jr. download in 15 years when they talk about this. They talk to Chad Knauss and Greg Ives. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be like Dale Jr. download uncovered. Like, <laughs> did, did you did you know those parts were going to get caught? Oh, yeah, we, we were cheating. In. We were cheating. Dale Jr.'s, Dale Jr.'s oh, yeah. like, we brought in a, a correct hood louver. Now, Chad, take out that, take out the one you had at the track. It's gonna be like totally different. <laughs> it reminds me of the the Jeff Gordon car that had like the blatantly illegal front bumper that NASCAR <laughs> was like losing their minds over, and they're like, "Good thing they didn't look at all, all the other illegal stuff we had on the car." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is a thing. It's I I don't I'm so frustrated by this, and I shouldn't be. I'm so frustrated by it. Yeah, it's gonna be funny when colleagues' penalty gets upheld. That's oh yeah. yeah. I think well, people so, are gonna throw like shit fits, man. That, that that's the thing is I have a feeling it's gonna happen because while I've been reading about this, like while we've been recording, is that colleague's penalty is not the exact same scenario that Hendrick had. <laughs> so like, and that's something that people are not gonna want to look into, and so it's just gonna be like there's blatant favoritism. Not to say that there isn't, but. Well, from everything Colleague has released is they've said, no, we haven't done anything, and that's how we received the part. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
where Hendrix <laughs> said we received bad parts and we had to make them good parts. Yeah. So which is funny to think that like Hendrix couldn't afford different ones. They're like, oh, we just got to work with what we got. Oh, know? it's crazy how they had hood louvers <laughs> on their cars the rest of the weekend. Also, like, like this is something that I listened to the Daily, or I listened to on Doorbell for Clear, and like they had Chandler Smith on. And Chandler Smith and Freddie Kraft, who I like, you know, obviously work closely with a lot of colleague drivers. They were both like, "Yeah, I don't think colleague actually has like the means to actually modify any of the parts anyway. So like, there's no way we could have. We don't have the machines to do it. <laughs> Whereas obviously a shop like Hendrick kind of would, you know? Yep. I'm angry. But... I was also angry seeing all the crew chief comments about how now it's the wild wild west again. So. That was cool. That's not good. Folks, that's not good. <laughs> I know everyone likes to talk about their cheating stock cars, but that's not good. That's not what this car is supposed to be. So. It'll be fun. It'll be fun, Joe. <laughs> it, it's going it to give is, us plenty is, to talk about over the summer. I was, was going to say, it is funny, though, that that was like the, the kind of the deterrent was like, we're going to make it all one make, and we still have RFK and Gibbs have both gotten DQ'd post race in the last year. RFK multiple front times, <laughs> front row. Hendrick, like they're not changing. It's gonna keep happening. <laughs> well, Hendrick, Hendrick hasn't had to. Hendrick hasn't had any penalty for anything that they've done wrong, whether it be a, a crew member or a driver. So, yeah, I don't care. That's a good point. Hey, That's William good... Byron, you just wrecked Denny Hamlin under caution. Well, the rule doesn't say that you can take points away. It says you could take points away. Therefore. <laughs> did, Here, speaking of that, by here's the way, a Chris five dollar bill. Did you guys see that Daniel Suarez was saying that he doesn't like? He was basically saying he's like, I don't understand why everybody was so mad at me after Coda. Like, I don't think I did anything wrong on pit road. And well, I was like, Daniel, come on, Daniel, this is not the time. <laughs> come on, bro, let's, I love you. Let's figure it out, it man. Up. <laughs> <laughs> Clean it up. Uh, God damn. Oh, Daniel Suarez on, had a really good first weekend at the Bristol Dirt Race. Um, he did. Oh yeah, we got Bristol Dirt Race this weekend on Easter. Oh boy, Ew. folks in the industry are not happy. Yeah, no one is. No one is. I don't. Why? Lo- why, why are we racing on this? Why are we racing on Easter? Because it's Sunday night, and that's what Fox wants. Because there's nothing else on TV. Good point. So I, mean, I, I know that's why, but I don't know. Growth of the sport. It could be Saturday night. I feel like and be okay. Yeah. I don't want to go head to head with the Masters either. Oh yeah. Masters are this weekend. I don't know. I don't like golf, so whatever. Um, trucks on Saturday night under the lights. Oh man, trucks on Saturday night under the, the lights. What do you guys got? Getting the entry list open right now. This okay. is Jay Ski gets Good more usage out of me on recording nights than it ever does any other time. I love it. Did I pick Haley for the truck race last week? I have no idea. I couldn't tell you off I the top of my head. You'd have to look at the chart. I'm Shout out to her <laughs> top ten finish. Yeah, oh, yeah she uh, ran good. She ran really well. Oh uh, no, Davy stole Haley Deegan from me. Okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> hey yo. I will not did. be picking her then because it doesn't work when I do it. So <laughs> I got to um, go park a clear in the truck. So I'm gonna take. Oh my god, who am I gonna take? Uh, I'll take Briscoe. I'll, uh, I guess 22, by the way, in case you're running. Yeah, I, I knew that because I okay. memorized it. I'm going to take Joey Logano. I think he's in the 66. He is. Yeah. Look at that. None of us picking truck. W- William Byron's in this race, too. 
Yeah, I don't care. I don't like him. <laughs> Not a William Byron fan right now. No. I laughed when when Bell dumped him and <laughs> I shouldn't do that. That's not very nice of me. But I audibly uh, laughed while I was watching the race by myself. So you know, dumping someone under caution also isn't very nice. So. Well, I've yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Uh, who you guys That's coming the- from a dedicated Denny Hamlin hater too. <laughs> What's uh which who you guys got for the Cup series race? Who do I got for the Cup series? This race is always a toss up, man. It's pretty much did you start in the top ten? You might have a good chance to win. We'll see. It's a toss up. I'm gonna go uh Maybe it'll rain again. We don't know. I'm gonna go obviously Tyler Reddick was a big hand in this, but the eight car almost won last year. I'm gonna go Kyle Bush. Kyle Bush won last year. That's exactly. That's a winning combination. That's the subway winning combination for the race. Uh, I'm going to take the, the basic bitch pick and I'll just take Kyle Larson. So. Boo! <laughs> Boo! I'm going to take that Boo. Chase Briscoe. Boo! Um, for no other reason but like, I don't know. I feel like SHR has to do something here with the car other than the four. God, they, they've been so bad this year. Priest was actually running pretty well on Sunday. I think he, I don't know what happened. He had a mishap that put him back in the field. He, he remembered he was in the SHR 41 car. That's true. Yeah. Hey, Briscoe finished 12. Okay. But, but yeah, Priest was Top running 20. pretty well. I was, I was keeping track of it. I think Priest ended up finishing okay, but. Yeah, P18. Oh, God. Not as okay as I thought. <laughs> he was running better than that. Damn it. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, well. Me watching Brad most weeks. <laughs> Damn, he was running. I thought he. Because Hori was running like 12th all race. What, why is he nah, 22nd? Dude, that was me with Jimmy Johnson in 2020. <laughs> like, no, where did Brad finish? I can't even find him. Might, might have a top 10 here. Oh, uh, he and then we get like a pit stop <laughs> and we're back in 22nd. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> That's awesome. Shuffled out of like three restarts. Eric, Eric Jones enjoyer happy with a top 20 and then all of a sudden he's finishing 32nd behind both wear cars. <laughs> Thanks legacy. Yeah, that was literally, it's literally Junior's last cup season. I was just like, I saw him this week. There he is. He got TV time. <laughs> That's crazy. It was bad. It was really bad. That's crazy to think about, man. Like, uh, There's always okay, real quick. There's always one guy at this Bristol Dirt races that has like a nightmare race. Always one. Christopher Bell. Christopher Bell. You think Christopher Bell? He's got the. He's got the. He's got like the juju going at him right now. <laughs> I've got. I just. I just love. I. I love it because it's like the same guy every caution for like a year, and then like it changed. It, it changed last year to someone else. I loved it. It was great. I just, I can't wait to see who is who the guy think? that gets caught up in everything. It's going to be someone, it's going to be someone like it's Denny Hamlin. No, it's not going to be Denny Hamlin. I, I have a strong case about Ricky Stenhouse potentially. I was kind of, I'm not going to lie. I was kind of leaning towards Stenhouse. Like three Stenhouse. <laughs> Ty Dillon is like obvious material. Yeah. Um, oh, Ty Dillon. And there's there's potential for like a, you know, like a pretty popular drive, like a, like a Austin Dillon or, you know, <laughs> it could. <laughs> uh what? Yeah, it would be really funny it, if it was Ty Dillon. <laughs> who's our disaster class pick? Of the yeah, who you who do you who are you picking to have an awful race? The disaster uh, class pick. I gotta go with Ricky Stenhouse. I it's hard to not that. pick Ryan Blaney every week. <laughs> That's I'm gonna take Blaney. He'll be my first disaster class pick because it was it was a disaster at Richmond. So, 
but he's exactly the kind of guy who would have a disaster at like Richmond, which is a track he's typically pretty fast at, yeah. and then be really good for some reason Bristol Dirt. <laughs> it's like totally in his wheelhouse to do that too. I think Harrison Burton would be a good pick too. It's not it's not been pretty recently. <laughs> Harrison Burton's got figured out, man. Yeah. I thought he was for a little bit. He kind of had like glimmers of hope and then like honestly, we need to just not see Harrison Burton for a few weeks. Like if he's just <laughs> not on TV, we'll be like, oh, all right. So it's like all I've cool. seen of him recently is crashing or like completely getting in the way while getting lapped this week. <laughs> I mean, is the, is the pressure on him, right? Do we think the pressure is starting yeah. to get on him? I think it so. Must be. I don't know if Ford's got anyone else to put in that car, but they didn't have anyone else to put in that car when he got put in it. So, yeah. Haley yeah. Deegan. <laughs> I was going to say Zane Smith, but I forgot he's already got one leg in the 38. So <laughs> <laughs> Don't get us started, folks. Again. Oh, it's going to be Todd next year. That's who it's going to be. <laughs> she imagine. <laughs> Might be an upgrade. Might be a downgrade. We don't know. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> All this and more next year on NASCAR. Watch it be something completely off the wall like Matt Craft. <laughs> Don't say that. Imagine Matt Crafton finally gets to run like a full year in cup. Oh my god. With Menards. (laughs) It's gonna be Matt Mills, right? Folks, before we say anything else pretty dumb, make sure you follow us at fake racers on Twitter, at Johto Network on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. You can follow Davey Hazard at all his links. We got him down in the video description below at D7H5 or with an ER at the end on Twitch. At D7H5 on Instagram and at Davy Hazard on Twitter. Twitter. That's not brand uniformity. That's just Davy's brain. Uh, Matt Steelman at M Steelman fifty one on Twitter. <laughs> That's me. And uh, I told you all the Joto Network it. links, so please follow those. Don't follow me. You don't want to follow me. Follow Joto Lansky on Twitter. Nope. He gets mad about Michigan sports or something, and then also the other thing. Yeah. Shout out to the Michigan Hockey Boys Frozen Four this week. Looking forward to that. It's going to be fun. They're down in Tampa. Um, wish I was down in Tampa, but I am not. Here come the tornadoes, boys. Um, folks, again, as always, can't thank you enough for oh, watching. That's right. You're going to get weathered. Yeah. Yeah. Can't. Can't. Uh, can't uh, wait to see all the reactions this week. Tell us what you thought about this week's episode down in the video description or down in the comments below or the video description. I guess if you can edit yeah. that, that'd be pretty pretty sick. Yeah, yeah. figure um, it out. Have at it. We don't know what we're doing. It's free real estate. The key is under the mat. <laughs> maybe maybe you can make the tweet for me since I keep forgetting. Yeah, so if someone could do that, that would be awesome. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. But again, folks, we can't thank you enough for all the support. Been rocking it over on YouTube compared to what we've been doing in years past. So keep that up. Keep watching. Uh, make sure you're following us on our TikTok. We're going to try to post more shorts here, especially once I graduate in a month, in a couple weeks, actually. Um, hopefully we'll have more time. Maybe we won't. Maybe we will. You never know. Here on the Fake Racers Podcast. We'll see you guys next week after a wonderful week from Bristol. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>